Hello, everyone. This is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the place where we are not afraid and we learn to speak up because fear is boring. Oh, it. <laughs> That's one of the best phrases I've heard in a long time. Fear is boring. <laughs> it is. John, welcome. That's a, that's a keeper. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> Thanks, John. Watch me. We're on video. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Fear is boring. It is. John, t- the topic of today's podcast is sales funnels. Spe- I, thought, I, I thought it was fun with funnels. It is. The title is fun with funnels. The but topic. you said there were sales funnels. Well, they are. But I like funnels for cooking and stuff. I mean, or if I'm straining motor oil or trying to pour something large into something Motor small. oil. That's a new... We have to talk about this. Oh, I used a funnel for motor oil. Uh, you, we have to tell... Okay. Oh. If we have time. Okay. If we have if time. We have time okay, I promise to the audience members, if we have time, I'm we'll just, go into the sales. I'm just kidding. Because okay. the truth of the matter is, you and I both come from sales backgrounds. We've yeah. been trained by some I love of the sales. best. I love We've sales. We've read some incredible yeah. books. And I know about the sales funnel process to a great degree. But at that being said... Mm-hmm. having just looked, taken a preliminary examination of what you have here that you have gained yes, yes. through some observation and through some workshops that you've been to. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a subject that all of us can utilize. You don't have to be a salesperson professionally to not benefit from this because there's yes. a far deeper and much right. more valuable long-term benefit okay. to understanding this concept. And I'm Absolutely. excited to hear this. Yeah, John, thanks. For your excitement and for the level of energy you're breathing, be, breathing and breathing and breathing and too. breathing. Thanks for inspiring because to inspire means to breathe life into. That is right. It's another tidbit from our guy and from John Morrow. So keep that one. This, this one is true. All right. Breathing is inspiring and fear yeah. is boring. <laughs> it's true. Uh, what What are the sales funnels, John? I mean, everyone talks about sales funnels now. Yeah, they do. And you I- turn on Facebook or LinkedIn or mm-hmm. you go online. And do you see like everyone is an expert or at least they claim. They claim to be. They claim to be. Oh, I'm going to create a funnel for you or I'll be your funnel consultant. This is my fee. Let's get started. Mm -hmm. Now, what the heck is a sales funnel, John? I only know from the overview I have is that everything that you could possibly work that has any potential to earn you income and profit starts with gathering all those potential leads, whether they're cool, whether they're warm or whether they're hot, and pouring them into a big funnel and letting them slowly sift down until what comes out the bottom is money, 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 money. Okay. Before we get to the money, let's ask a few questions, okay? Yes. Number one, a lot of... I'm, a, I'm in business for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a speaker. I'm a consultant and coach. And you are as well. Yes. You know, you have your speaking business and you have your other business as well. Yes, I do. Okay. And as we are also most likely a one-man band. Pretty much. But we do work with others, right? We right. do work with mentors and coaches and business yeah. Owners, too, because we create alliances. And exactly, we've allied, we've allied ourselves with individuals that can help us be successful, and we in turn can reciprocate. Right, but as a somebody who doesn't have a big scale, mm-hmm. it's important to automate certain processes so mm-hmm. we can save time, money, and be more efficient. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Because there's no way you can capture. There's no way that you have strength in everything. No. But as a business owner, you must have strength in what? Sales. Because sales is the engine that brings the enterprise forward. I think it's also the most personal and most... Sales is something that you can avoid. It's, it's your take on... Um, one of my first experiences with sales comes from um, a financial brokerage firm. Mm-hmm. 
I had an internship, internship mm-hmm. at a yeah. brokerage company. Yeah. I don't know if I ever told you the story or not. I think I've heard snippets of it, but not the entire story. Please go. I was a junior in college. I was studying finance. Yes. And I had a chance to spend a semester with a financial brokerage firm that sells financial securities. And that would be an internship, yeah. Yeah. You're right there on the front line learning what it's like in a yeah. real environment. I was unpaid, glorified <laughs> assistant. <laughs> it was an expensive degree and a, and a <coughs> loan looming over me. Excuse but me. that's that's the nature of the game, yeah. right? As such, I came across a broker. And in his office, in his cubicle, not even an office, there was a plaque. Plaque was this phrase. Nothing happens until somebody sells. Nothing ever happens until someone sells something or someone sells. And that quote stuck with me for years, John. And that's true. If you cannot sell, close yourself or close the deal or sell yourself, your idea, your product, your project, it's not going to flourish. It doesn't matter if it's a brilliant idea. If you cannot sell it or get people to accept it, gain traction, you will not get it. Can so I that's add, one. Yes, go ahead. Well, can I add a caveat yeah. to yes, that yes, too? Yes. I want to. I just want to say this because I think we want to be sure, those of you listening, I want you to understand that he may be talking about sales and you may think of sales in terms of products, services. You may think of it in terms as goods, retail. You may think of it as an insuring product, or you may think of it as a, a home heating system, or an air conditioning system, or a water software wow. system, or You're a vacuum cleaner. What you need to understand is that selling is way more than just tangible goods. There is an aspect in selling that has to do with the very heart and soul of who you are as an individual and what your objectives in life are. Mm -hmm. So please understand, as we talk about sales, naturally we think in terms of those things which we can sell and be paid for by Mm -hmm. selling it because it's a material, tangible product. Mm -hmm. But sales is everything about the personality of the individual presenting value. Or company. It is about personality. It also equally important at the same time concurrently about a problem and providing a solution to that problem. Well said. To your pain fans, to mm-hmm. your pain customers. You know what? We're going to call them fans because that's what it is. The way that we're conditioned in this country and that the way that the global markets are moving, it's fans. It's fans. It's a relationship between mm-hmm. people who have a problem. A pain, and you have a solution to f- to solve this pain, a problem through your business, right? right. So, in, essentially, you you have a solution to solve someone's problem and a pain point. Now, before you even go there, one of the business marketing gurus that I love, and I do t- talk about him quite often, is Seth Godin. Mm-hmm. You familiar with him, John? Yep. Okay. You have referred to Seth Godding on. I read his books. Yes. I read his books. I, I read his column every day. Every day he sends me um, blog posts. It's it's very short, a few paragraphs or maybe just one sentence. But it's it's it's, it's fantastic. Seth Godding said he's in a he's not in the business of selling or marketing. He's in the business of creating, maintaining, and weaving scalable trust. Not just trust. 
scalable trust. It is a trust that can be duplicated, replicated, and implemented on the larger scale. That is scalable trust. What are you in the business of? You're talking to me now or you're talking to our listeners? My business is helping people see the things they've been missing and therefore helping them to have a more full and complete life. Okay. There must be... Okay. That's the message, right? Right. You get that message by speaking, by books, by coaching, by creating products that I can sell and take you home. And it and becomes ex- scalable. And it must... It's a, it's a two parts. Trust mm-hmm. that they... Have a they, they invested in your personality, in your relationship, in your wisdom. And I was believable. And you are sincere, reliable, mm-hmm. believable. And there's trust. Trust is very important. Nobody will invest in you. Nobody will buy from you until there's a trust. Yeah, they and they have to have trust that you're a credible expert mm-hmm. that's going to help them solve this problem. So trust is one. Scalable is another. Right. Because we live in a world that opportunities are there. And I think when you have said... We see this online landscape, but we also know that online is very impersonal. Mm-hmm. So as a businessman, as a businesswoman, as a business owner, your challenge is make it personal. Make it relatable. How do you do that? By showing your personality. Exactly. By being authentic. And how do you create trust? By being, by providing reliable, consistent, multimedia Follow up to your Raven fans on a schedule that you set. Maybe it's three times a week. Maybe it's one time a week. Maybe it's every day of the week. And, a, you, bl- and a blending of different genres. <laughs> that's right. And you and it's a newsletter. It's a they want to hear from John. They yes. want to hear from Mark. And we're going to talk about tools. We're going to talk about automation tools. We've got email, email marketing tools. We're going to talk about landing pages. We're going to talk about nurture sequence. We're going to talk about, but the most important thing I do want to point out. So first thing is trust, scalable trust. There's a pain. There's a problem. There's yes. a solution. Now, let's take a step back and think about this. Every person you meet is either what? A prospect? A suspect? Suspect, prospect, maybe a customer, maybe a referral. But we also know that everyone that you meet is in a different part in the buying cycle. Right. So immediately, I may have a problem. Let's say you sell prepaid legal expenses, right? Mm-hmm. And I have an immediate problem. And I will go to you and buy it. But what if I'm not ready? What if I like you, I trust you, I know you, but I'm not ready? You're not going to give up on me, dude. No, but we've no. got to find out why you're not ready. Well, well for whatever reasons. Yeah. I mean, you will find out, yes, but there's nothing you can do about it right now. Well, no. If the individual Be- is not ready, yeah. they're not ready. They're not ready because... And you have to respect that. You honor. You honor, respect, uh-huh. and you allow it. And you say, great. You cannot buy from me right now, but I want to start a relationship. That's it. I want to start a relationship, and I want to nurture that relationship over time that when I see that you are ready, you will come and hopefully buy from me. And and our relationship will be elevated to the next level. This is the heart and soul of building trust. Yes. So as as a business owner, things fall through the cracks. They can't. They leak out. And I'm guilty of it. John, Me too. and you Me are too. as well. There's email you didn't send. 
or somebody didn't follow up or you didn't call enough you didn't right. do this and you didn't do prospect you didn't close but what i'm trying to little say things little things and they add up what i'm offering is the tools for automation in sales and marketing exist that we can take on understand and implement in our business john this is and very important for us to know is this podcast is what is speak brave speaking brave requires action it requires standing up speaking up for what you believe in but more importantly not hiding Mm -hmm. behind the tools such as audacity canva infusionsoft active campaign get response right convert kit those are the tools but the thing that i have to do is i have to come i still have to come out there i still have to present myself physically yes but not only that don't hide behind the tools all right the tools Meaning, are just a means to it's, an it's, end it's just it's just um, an excuse oh i have these tools i have to learn these tools it's going to take me months years and you don't take action and you don't create something to sell some product because i have took the step and i told you i created yes, some cds last year and, and that was amazing because people want to have an experience yeah in because when they to, heard you they said we want to continue to carry the experience so they took your voice home with them and your message home with them and now what's happened is that you have extended yourself out to them they've taken you home with them yeah. wow well this they can take me home through a podcast which we do and this, this is podcast true. is and uh, through the videos and through the videos through the podcast through the newsletters don't hide behind the tools. Right. Just begin. Begin, start, learn, experiment, fail, try, mentor, do it again. Yes. And never stop. People write that down right now. <laughs> this, this is great stuff. I do. I, this, I, 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 I love this. Uh, so, okay. It works though. As a business owner, a lot of times, if we go back, there is this book that, well, I read a lot, you know, John. Yeah, and, you read and, more than I do. Well, you read copious amounts of literature. Well, uh, it's, you know it, what the word copious means. Don't yes, you? Okay, it means quite a lot. Right. Now, our dear friend, an associate of us, Diane Longstreet, mm-hmm. have introduced the book to us, and she said this book is is helpful. It's called E Myth. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Have As you a read it? In fact, I have read, read the E Myth. Okay. okay, and it's by Michael Michael Gerber, mm-hmm. and he wrote E Myth for chiropractors, for optometrists, for contractors, for real estate professionals. It's it's a franchise now, now based on his. But, I want to make a yeah. I want to make a confession too. When I first saw the book E Myth, at the particular time that I saw it, which was right. over two years ago, right, actually right, right. it was about three years ago that I was first told of the book, and it was even before Diane sat down with me and mm-hmm. gave me the primer on the truth behind ebook mm-hmm. or E Myth and why it is so important. I I did not understand E Myth because I was trying to emerge into the into the technology age, beginning to realize that these automation tools are extremely valuable. Yeah. But I didn't understand the perspective of their value because I saw them as a means to an end. Right, right, right. When in reality, they are simply a tool to enhance the real value, which is me. I have the message. Exactly. I have the you personality. Have the yes. And no matter what e-tools you may have, right. at the end of the day... It's you. It's me. It's your voice. Authenticity catches fire. It does. And if you're authentic... In your impersonal communication, on stage, through podcast, through your other means of communication, and through your products, authenticity catches fire. Yeah. And we must do that. Now, yeah. in Emeth, Michael Gerber talks about business owners yes. and entrepreneurs. And he has a classification, three of them. One of them is what? Dreamers. Mm-hmm. Then is managers. And then there's the technicians. 
right? Yes. A lot of business owners are who? Dreamers. They have all these ideas. Oh, I want to make a million dollars. Or I want to have 100,000 products sold. But we don't have a process. Wes Schaefer, the sales whisperer, who talks about sales and a process, he talks about have a process before a login. Automation tools for sales and marketing will do and automate what you tell it to do. Exactly. But if you don't have a process for follow-up, thank you notes, how many times you reach out to a client, how do you tag them, how do you segment them, how do you nurture them, what kind of offer do you do? If you don't have it mapped out on with pen, paper, and the larger the paper, the better, and I will do it, and you will do it as well, and everyone listening to this podcast, get a piece of paper as big as you can handle, put it on the table, you are the brand, you are the business owner. Before you buy, invest, and learn into the automated software, write out the whole process. Where do you get the clients? What are the sources? How they will feed into your sales funnel? How they will be greeted? Uh, what is your initial offer? What is your free offer? What is your lead magnet? What is your tripwire? What is your qualification offer? What is your checklist offer? I will go through it. What is your core value? Excuse me, what is your core offer? What is your upsell, cross-sell offer? What if the people don't buy right now? How will you feed them and nurture them for how long? How many emails will you send? How many times? What will you write into it? I hope I did not lose you with this because... No, you didn't lose me, but I can see why someone would say, when is he going to stop? Because in reality, what you just said is so vital. This is not exact science, it, is it? It's, it's, it's a science to what you have to offer. And my disclaimer is, every business is different. If you are an accountant or a personal financial planner or an insurance agent or roof contractor or electrical contractor, your lead generation, your nurture sequence, your value proposition will be different from me as a speaker and a coach. However, you must have a process before login. Your automation software and tools and email marketing will not save you no. if you don't have a pen and paper where you write everything out. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense because you were one of the ones that taught me in the early going that it's important to keep a pad with you at all times because you yeah. need to write things down because yes. if you don't write them down, yes. you're going to lose that connectivity to it later. Exactly. Uh, with, sometimes inspiration means you must be inspired to write it immediately. Immediately in your device, in your notebook, whatever you every, use. Whatever we can. Because whatever you use. According to Craig, Same with setting dates and keeping appointments. Yeah. Craig Valentine told me this, according to Jack And Daniel. it's one of the wisest pieces of information you could ever give. I Idea Somebody. will leave your mind in 37 seconds if you don't write it down. And it's right. very difficult to grab it again. And we mm -hmm. rely on memory. Does it, every, any of this make sense so far? Yeah, everything on that list is making sense to me because I relate to that and I've swam in that pond and I yeah. understand how it okay. feels. So that's that. So let's go deep into the sales funnel. What is the sales funnel? And yeah. let's take a high level view in the time that we have. And then we'll continue this conversation. As a descriptor, can we also get people to understand in their mind if they were to design on a piece of paper? Okay. A funnel is simply a very, very large but somewhat triangular-shaped cone device Not sure. that, yeah. basically mm -hmm. speaking, starts very large at the top. And it slowly tapers inward and inward and inward until finally, at the bottom, there is an opening. Yeah. And what comes out at the bottom is that which you have sifted down to the finest point. So yes. these so, devices have application in many, many areas. Areas. But now we're going to move into how does that apply to a sales funnel? Sales funnel that we can use online exactly. as, a, as a business owner. 
online. Yeah. Online. That's an important so time that's too. what we're, that's what we're going to work. And that's where we're going to talk about looking landing for automation. pages, platforms. We're looking to leverage our expertise, okay. our strength, and we're looking for what scalable trust. Okay. Because we have products to sell. Okay. So first of all, what do we need to do as a business owner? We need to get attention, don't mm-hmm. we? We need people to look at our offer. We need to think that for them to pause, stand, and pay attention to us, right? When you're looking for eyeballs, aren't we? Yes. And somebody who has a problem and so and hopefully in the niche that we can solve and service. Our customers, right? Our ideal customers. And we'll write it out. The customer avatar. What do they think about? What are the problems do they have? What struggles do they have? Their aspirations, their pain points. How do we get them? We get them through paid per click, such as Facebook advertisements. Every business owner must know how to do Facebook ads, which is not this podcast, but in the future ones. Then we do partnerships through affiliates, right? Through other in, uh, per- persons of influence. The third one is we print. We do print advertisements. And the other one is publishing, where we write blogs or we write other pieces of content through groups or forums or even on our website. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's pay-per-click, Facebook, Google Ads, Bing, um, Facebook, YouTube, publishing, partnerships, and print. That makes sense? Yes. So we get people. Next, we, we take them to this. So that was step number one. Step number two is we have something called a lead magnet. Now, a lead magnet is also it's somebody raising their hand and saying, I want to hear from you. And you initiate a transaction. You create something that is free fast and specific you get somebody to raise their hand and say yes i want this and it could be a piece of video a checklist or a pdf or an ebook but it has to be fast fast and furious i'll call it fast and furious and it's free now in order for a person to get this information they have to provide you with their contact such as name and email at the very least then you can get their address and maybe a phone number because you can call them. Do you know that nobody calls anyone anymore? No, generally speaking, they don't. They really are texting, they're emailing, that what, sort of thing. You know what that means? We're becoming less personal. Yes. I see opportunity. Yeah. I see opportunity where other See, I want to do things that are hard. I want to do things that are, others are not willing to do and take advantage of that. That's just my thoughts about it. So if nobody calls anyone, be the one who calls. Ask the customers, how do they feel about your product? What is the feedback so you can get better? Because a lot of times we sell a product and we never want to hear from that person again. That's a mistake. Hmm. Take your ego out of the sales process, out of the sales funnel. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. Okay, so step number one, you get attention. Step number two, you exchange lead magnet for... Their email information, basically. Right. Right? You build a list. What, step number three. Step number three, as soon as they exchange their email information, you offer them something called a qualification offer. Qualification offer or checkmark offer. And some marketers call it a tripwire offer. It comes from Ryan Dees, who is the founder and owner of Digital Marketer. I don't necessarily like Tripwire 
nomenclature or the name, I would call it the qualification offer. Now, if this offer is something that is no-brainer. It normally in your industry could be priced, in, like for individual customers, between 10 to 20 to 30 dollars. It's something that you don't have to think about a lot. It could be a little course, maybe four hours course or a bigger book um, that you offer. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got their attention. You gave them something for free in exchange for free email information. The third is no-brainer offer. And that is qualification because some people will buy, right? Yes, they will. And But most will not. And you have to accept the fact that in terms of numbers, right. most will. Yeah. Is there a specific percentage number attached to that given According normal? to the industry. Yeah. And you have to also realize that we're talking about online. So we, we will... In the other topics, we'll talk about the construction of a landing page. Because mm-hmm. landing page is different from your homepage. Landing page has only two functions. Number one, deliver on a promise. Mm-hmm. And number two, squeeze is the info. Call for action. Yeah. It, it, it has to take take the... I don't like the word squeeze. I think it's a little bit too... It's push. a common phrase yeah. in affiliate offer yeah. marketing. Yeah. And it's one that I've learned over yes. the years. Yes. But, but I, I appreciate right. that you brought it. Okay. I, appreciate I like it. the way you say it, though. Because basically speaking, what you're saying is, okay, they've been drawn to the spot. They've landed on the page. They see the offer. But now... Promise. They see, call to action. They see the call to action. And because nothing else. If you want to get what they're promising, you must first of all provide yeah. them with what they need to give you what's promised. So at this step... Either people buy your product, no-brainer product, or they don't. People who buy, you put them in one segment. And people who don't, you transfer them into another funnel. Okay. Okay? So you segment right after that, correct? Now, um, people who buy, you 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 continue with this funnel. That's, that's going to be pro- uh, step number four. Right? Step number four you offer a core product. So they, you got their attention, they raised their hand, they bought your no-brainer offer, right? For $7 or $20 or $25. Now is the time to offer your core product. And that could be $200, could be $400, could be $1,500. This is your core product, could be your course, could be your coaching. It is, it is something, this is your bread and butter. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Could be your speech, your keynote presentation, your workshop. This is your core product. All right? Step number four. Step number five. As you engage with them and offer them this amazing value, in order for any business to continue, engage, and grow, you must have upsell opportunities. Upsell, cross-sell opportunities. Because people already love you. They're your Raven fans. You're providing so much value. You're creating incredible experiences. Then you go, and this is cross-sell, upsell, and the and the price point for those products is higher than your core value. This is, could be your live events, something on a grander scale. Could be a thousand dollars. Could be two thousand. Could be ten thousand dollars. This is your cross-sell, upsell opportunity, so you can continue in your business to the people that already bought from you. You know, it's a lot easier to sell to people who already bought from you than to others who have not. Precisely, because they already have invested in you and they've already seen value. Yes. So now they're looking to get more value. And I'm sure probably structured within that process also are certain kinds of teasers or hooks. Yes, yes, yes. uh, Or enticements where you offer them buy one, get one free or buy one, get one for half price. But the point is you're getting more product to them, you're yep. getting more yeah. of your bread and butter to them, and you're gaining them as 
really a follower, a disciple. Yeah. Um, yeah. They yeah. are becoming a fan. Yeah. They really look to you as... as just like uh, Kim mm-hmm. and Kelly said. Remember yeah. we talked about this. Does any of this make sense so far? It makes complete sense to me. I hope the people out there are catching it because this really is the essence of how you market yourself through the automation process. Automate. And it's an extraordinarily successful and time-tested process. That's right. There's a lot to learn still. Mm-hmm. Experiment, learn, test, fail, try again, mm-hmm. get hooked, provide value, keep going. But we're not done yet. There's step number six. Because we know, remember, the people who didn't buy our qualifying offer, we didn't push them through, right? No. Because we don't want to barbar but them. But you got them in another funnel now. But we have them in another funnel. So what we do, we nurture them. We nurture. We nurture. We nurture people who already bought from us, our superstars, our rock stars, our fans. But we nurture everyone else. And we nurture them through consistent, relevant delivery of information that they are looking for and some of them will unsubscribe some of them will fall off but if you nurture in a way that solves their problem as they reach a point in their buying cycle they will come back to you they will refer to you and they will buy from you now you offer them content but you also offer them campaigns because content is information campaign is an invitation for a product and this is the loop that never ends. You write it out, you continue, you offer the value, you offer new products, and you you provide solutions. And that's basically a sales funnel in six steps. Does that make sense, John? It does to me. This is something here that is completely workable. Let me recap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. First of all, scalable trust is built through the process of getting the attention of the individual. And that getting of the attention of the individual gets them to go to the landing page because you're looking for a method whereby they're either going to pay-per-click, they're going to partner with you, they're going to publish, or they're going to write in blogs. A lead magnet is the thing that is going to get them to make the commitment. But the lead magnet is free. It is free. However, that being said, it's not completely free. You must give something, and that something you give is your information because your information, such as your email and your name, becomes like a client portfolio. Now you, of course, are going to deliver on the free item that you said, and usually that will involve some type of a link where they'll be able to click and download by email or by some kind of, you know, direct link to it or go to your website to read, you know, an article or something you've furnished. But this is for free. But here's the thing. Now you have a ready set list of people that you can build upon because you're going to be following up with additional offers while the others... A no-brainer offer. Mm-hmm. Next is a no-brainer. It, it, yeah. it, 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 it's it's uh, between 7 to $20. Now, the no-brainer offer is where you determine who goes into the principal funnel and who goes into the other funnel sure. that you're going yeah. to follow up on yeah. as well. The no-brainer offer is always going to be a value that's just impossible to pass up, or it seems impossible, because the cost is just negligible in comparison to what it is you've offered. That being said, it's important to note, you're offering genuine product. And it has to be congruent to your hand-raising offer. So, for example, if you are in a business of communication, you cannot, um, let's say, you, you sold them, let's say, not sold them, but you got a lead magnet. This is a checklist before any great presentation. Or mm-hmm. This is the checklist before you go to 
uh, give a speech. Yeah, and uh, it's a simple thing too to write, and, by the way. That's right, and it has to be congruent. So the next, so the so the no brainer offer that cannot be establishes your credibility. That's right. It cannot be talking about hair salons or yeah. about pet food. Mm-hmm. It must be within that. You have topic. to stay in your niche. Exactly. exactly. So what I'm trying to say, congruency is. All throughout the sales yeah, funnel. You, okay, you so let's keep going. Yeah. So, so therefore now you have two funnels. You have the funnel of those who have bought the no-brainer, and these individuals are now dialed into you. They see value, so they have already made that first initial step. The others are tire kickers. Some will be good, some won't, yeah. but in the end you've got them over there. Now, yes. here you go. You engage the ones that are part of the buyer group. This is where you're going to do the core product. This core is where product. you're going to do the bread and butter product. This is where you're going to get them to subscribe to the program or Lots subscribe to this. Yeah. And they're going to become a part of your fan base. They're going yeah. to be the people that are going to recommend you, refer you, and they're going to, you're going to be the go-to person exactly. for them. Yes. In the meantime, it also is where you're going to engage them in the upsell and the cross-sell because Which they're going is to the want step companion number five. products in number five. And that opportunity is there for you, and that actually increases profitability while at the same time they gain greater and greater good from it, but they get a carrot in that you're going to offer it to them with some additional buy one, get one freeze, or buy for 25% off. And you do all those things just to encourage and say, see, you're getting value and you're building value into everything you do from the beginning, but you haven't forgotten about those that are in the non-buying group, the tire kickers. You've got their info, so you don't shut the door. You keep the line of communication open. You nurture. Keep sending them good ideas and tips. Have you ever had this happen to you? Let me tell you what works for me. Subscribe. And the next thing you knew, you get them to come to your landing page, and eventually what they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, you know what? I think I do want to go ahead and and buy that initial booklet or that initial uh, training program but the whole thing is you're building a relationship you're doing it through email marketing you're continually updating upscaling upgrading your platforms and your landing pages and creating excitement through visual as well as through offer marketing the lead magnet the lead magnet the thing that pulls them in absolutely john thank you that was fast furious review of sales funnels Mm -hmm. thank you everyone who was listening because this is a topic we're going to continue yes we will would you like to know more i would like to know more and i hope that we'll rejoin for that we've got the six basic steps but now it's time to dig deeper into each one we're going to go into the loop we're going to go to the uh, content that we're going to make we're going to talk about frequency we're going to talk about what works what doesn't so join us next time as we have more fun with sales funnels in the next episode Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, John. It was invaluable. My pleasure. And I I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Have a good day, everybody.